Hi, and welcome to More Human, More Resources, the HR podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Vicki Brown, your host and CEO of Vidomineo Enterprises. As a serial entrepreneur, I understand that having the right expert help has been critical to my success. That's why I'm dedicated to telling you, in plain language, what's going on in the world of HR that might impact your business and what you need to do about it with real actionable tips to help you master that list of must-dos and grow your leadership muscle. First things first, the information contained in this podcast is provided for general purposes only and is not to be considered legal advice. Your decision to adopt or not adopt any practice or procedure mentioned in this podcast is solely yours and we bear no responsibility for the outcome. We urge you to always consult legal counsel and other appropriate licensed professionals. And with that, let's get into the show. You're listening to Season 1, Episode 12. In this week's episode, our question of the day is what are the pitfalls of having remote workers? Part 2. But before we do a deep dive on that question, let's take a quick look at what's happening around the nation. The District of Columbia has adopted one of the strongest bans against non-compete agreements in the nation. In addition to prohibiting non-compete agreements, the new guidelines don't allow any restriction on employees working for another company or person, and it also covers the employees starting their own business. It applies after the employee is no longer working for you, and also during their employment. That means anti-moonlighting policies are also a no-go. There are some narrow exceptions, but the law covers most employees. Since the act applies to Washington, D.C., it's subject to a 30-day congressional review, but it is expected to be effective in the coming months. I'll put a link in the show notes to an excellent overview from Shepard Mullen. The CDC has updated its guidance on what constitutes close contact with a COVID-19 infected person. Employers are advised, and in some states are required, to send any employee home who's been in close contact with an infected person. The new guidelines are being within six feet of an infected person for a cumulative total of 15 minutes or more over a 24-hour period. You can review additional details using the link in the show notes. You should also carefully review your state's requirements regarding COVID-19 protocols for your business. Now, on to the question of the day. Last week, we talked about some of the pitfalls of having remote workers. There are five more remote working pitfalls that can drastically impact you and your business. Most importantly, security. Whenever your employee is working from someplace that isn't your office, it expands the concern around security. Is the connection secure? Are proper precautions being taken? All these concerns just get magnified when someone is remote. Think about it. What network are they using? And who and what is also on that network? Sure, their roommates may have access, but so does their DVR and television and Roku and who knows what else. Is their router updated with the most recent firmware? Did anyone ever bother to change the password from, well, password? And again, this all just gets magnified if they're working from someplace other than their home. Does that Airbnb have a secure network? 
And don't get me started on your remote worker going home to work in a foreign country, because now we have to start thinking about the European Union privacy laws and similar protections in other countries. Your obligations could easily expand geometrically. And then there's the issue of insurance. It's complex and it crosses both the employee and employer areas. For instance, have you extended your workers' compensation policy to cover your employees' remote locations? You know, they could hurt themselves just as easily working remotely as they could from your office, actually even more easily. And you'll have to cover it because it would be a work-related injury. And keep in mind, business insurance issues may be triggered by doing business in another state. You'll have to be sure to circle around with your insurance broker on all of these insurance-related issues. And don't forget licenses. Do your employees hold licenses that are required to do their job? If so, working from a different state may impact or in some cases even invalidate their license. It's important that you and they know if there are any licensing issues around moving. And of course, make sure all licenses remain active and up to date. Also be aware of travel time. If one day you decide that someone needs to come into the office for a vital project or to get access to a piece of equipment, etc., believe it or not, that could trigger paying travel time and expenses. And depending on how far away the employee is now, that could be quite expensive. Again, you should review your policies to make sure you have language that protects the business. And finally, let's say your employee hasn't moved someplace different, even temporarily. Nope. They're sitting at home, working away in their home office. Well, they're still using an internet and phone connection. They may still need supplies like a headset or chair. Remember ergonomics. And if you don't remember ergonomics, at least remember workers' compensation. My point is, there are supplies that they're consuming, and you should be providing reimbursement for those supplies. Yep, whether they're supplies in the office or supplies in the home office, it's your responsibility to... Well, supply the supplies. Now, many times you can just establish a monthly or per payroll flat amount, or you may want to reimburse the actual expenses and require receipts. But either way, be prepared to cover the cost. And just another word about furniture, because it can be kind of a big deal and one of the larger expenses. It is absolutely in your best interest to make sure your employee is working in a comfortable way. No beanbag on the living room floor with their laptop on their knees. That won't cut it, and it's bound to end up in a workers' compensation case. So make sure they have what they need to be comfortable and safe. Besides, it will make them more productive. Okay, so here are the 10 pitfalls recapped. Wage and hour, pay requirements, sick leave and other time off, training requirements, business jurisdiction, security, insurance, licensing, travel pay, and supply reimbursement. And remember, take a look at your handbook policies and various company procedures. Get support from an HR pro or employment attorney and adjust as necessary. It looks like remote working is here to stay. It's best to get in front of the curve and adapt your business now so you don't have to worry about what comes next. If you found this information helpful, please leave a review and tell a friend. Thanks for spending the time. Until next week, same time, same place.